Yes, I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by psychotherapist Sabrina from Lear Therapies. Good morning, how are you? Good morning, Kira. Good. Scotland traffic here, so forgive the noise in the background if it's there. Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. I suppose this morning for listeners, uh, we just want to open up the line. If anyone has any questions, you can text 083-8599-748. That's 083-8599-748. And I suppose the topic we're on this morning um, was actually a brilliant one um, suggested by a listener and that emailed in the show. So thank you so much to Lorraine that emailed in um, an amazing topic. And I suppose it's something that we all kind of go through, I suppose, at Christmas in different ways. But I suppose it's it's how to deal with difficult family members when you're visiting at Christmas time. Okay. And navigating that. <laughs> no, it's a, a different, yeah. yeah, definitely a difficult topic. But I think, it, yeah, I suppose around this time of the year, there is a lot of, you know, we're visiting and we're we're out and about and we're big socialising, I suppose, at that at that point. Yeah. And I suppose how or what what's the best way to go about things sometimes in terms of advice or um, what would you say to people will say that are maybe struggling to connect with certain family members? Um, again, well, it's always about observing capacity, really. You know, if someone can or can't connect. Um, I think it's important to say Christmas really is about trying to unite families. It's trying to come back to the family and enjoy the family and appreciate the family. You know, it seems to be very family-focused. Um, there are always dynamics in families, and there's no family out there perfect. You know, there's something going on in some way or another. Uh, it's just how the family deals with it. But for difficult family members, I'd say manage your expectations, really. Um, I, I somehow think people think this magic wand comes over Christmas and everyone's going to be perfect, <laughs> you know, and it's all going to be lovely and rosy, and, and it's, it's the exact opposite. Then it just puts more pressure on that um, dynamic, really. So it, it, it tends to often highlight it as, exposed, as opposed to heal it, if that makes sense. Um, so I'd say manage your expectations, trying not to go in thinking you're going to get anything better. If you do, great, you know, uh, as an effort or a warmth, enjoy it. But just be careful that you don't kind of hone everything in on that, you know, or intensify it in any way, particularly if there's problems around the relationship, you know. Absolutely. And I think as well, in terms of people pleasing, that seems to be a big one that definitely comes up. What would you say around yeah. that, or what causes people pleasing? I suppose there's many different. I suppose trauma definitely impacts us when we're younger, and maybe leads yeah. us into that kind of path. Yeah. Or a lot of the time, maybe it's just an avoidance of not wanting to have any conflict so that people please. But uh, yeah, how do yeah, you well, how do you um, let go of a little bit of that? Well, it's hard to let go of it because it, it is rooted in childhood trauma. Typically, where a child is not seen or heard they tend to over-exhaust themselves trying to be seen and heard, but never really appreciate. They never really get that. You know, it's a very complex uh, personality. I wouldn't say you can just drop it. You know, the risks, if you don't do what that person asks you to do, you know, will they think bad of me? Will they like me? Will they still accept me? It's, it's a very complex uh, thought pattern to work out on your own. And I just think dropping defences like that now around Christmas could be more overwhelming than not. So it's really, again, trying to manage um, your expectations of yourself with others, particularly this Christmas, because I think poverty, I wouldn't say poverty now where people are starved, but it, it, there is aspects or elements of that playing out. You know, try and be realistic with what you can do for people. Try not expose yourself. Um, if you do, know it's okay to stop and rest and refill and then go back out there again, you know, but you're going to find a lot of those behaviours. I don't think they're going to just disappear but just try and be realistic with your uh, the way i'd look at it is is your energy is your currency in a way you know spend it wisely trying not to 
overindulge or overgive because it'll be you sitting sitting angry and resentful at the end of the day with nothing really to show for it, you know. That typically is people-pleasing. Um, the psychology around people-pleasing, you know. Absolutely, and I think we we can all say like at times we are people pleases ourselves, and I think it's more common than I suppose than not. Yeah. And I suppose, like in terms of conversation and I suppose topics that are good to bring up, maybe and topics to veer away from when there is a conflict or a tension. Um, Sabrina, what would you advise people to kind of? Is there a way of like reducing the tension or releasing the tension, or is it a thing? Because I know a lot of people tend to probably ignore things like the elephant in the room, but like, what is the best way at Christmas to kind of navigate that? You're sitting around the Christmas table, and I think you had said to me something like before that people start thinking about it in August. Yeah, I would have people come in uh, this year. I know that a couple of clients come in now, and they were talking about Christmas come August. As soon as the summer holiday is over, they're into the winter holidays or winter, uh, I suppose, celebration, really, when you think about it. That's what Christmas is about, yeah. But they're already anxious thoughts are coming up in August. Just wow. thinking about the pressure of Christmas, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a huge financial thing to that, too. And I think that's where people are very lost. You know, it'd be great if we could just kind of redefine the meaning of Christmas primarily around children, you know, and, and appreciating them. But if we could just start to think about appreciation and kindness, it doesn't have to be wealth, you know. I think we might just start to redevelop or redefine a meaning of Christmas that people can enjoy as opposed to looking at it as a big stress, you know. I think so. And is it a thing of like... I suppose that they're struggling with connecting with the people or is it that is it is there a lot of pressure I suppose around keeping up appearances and keeping up yeah. the uh, like I suppose a positive mentality is that what's happening yeah. do you think is kind of the key we'll say contributor to that causing that stress I suppose around that time of the year when absolutely. it comes to meeting up yeah absolutely it's the pressure of being perfect you know this happy Christmas family image um, which doesn't exist by the way it really doesn't I know the families now particularly the families with immigrants, with people abroad uh, coming home, it can be a lovely time for reuniting families that way. You know, you'll see Dublin Airport already. I've seen it there over the weekend. They have a stage set up outside arrivals for carols for people coming home. You know, it can be a really lovely time. Yeah, it's it's, it's really lovely. Um, It can be a lovely time for reuniting families. But again, we have to say goodbye and they're gone in January. So that too has its impact you know mm. um, but for families that are here and probably a bit fragmented or it can be huge enormous pressure um, if they even can pick the phone up to each other you know and try and get together but it does tend to put that pressure on things um, so like I said earlier it will exacerbate the issue not heal it as such because people are so limited in how they cope or resolve conflict you know so it can be a very tentative time for people uh, too I, I think so. When it comes to setting boundaries, maybe in conversations or if someone says something that might trigger something in somebody or what is a good response? I know that's probably hard to it's always depending on really, I suppose, the topic and the conversation. But what is a yeah, what's a great stance to put place a boundary in a friendly manner that's not um, yeah, that doesn't cause a conflict, but rather just kind of, you know, lets people know when yeah. to, to step back a bit. Yeah, well, look, I think it's, if, if you have the courage and language, I think it's important to say, or if someone can say in a family, look, what are we expecting of today? Are we here to have a good time, enjoy each other? If that's what's going on, can we just park whatever happens outside of that? We'll get back to it in the new year. You know, it's really just trying to 
contain what your idea is and what you're expecting from each other around Christmas. But if you can have that conversation, you know, okay, things aren't great. Um, we're here today. Can we just, for the sake of kids or, you know, the parents or whatever, can we just park our differences and appreciate what's going on today? And maybe we can think about it differently down the road, you know, just to be realistic with each other instead of getting in there and it just all playing out and told. And then the tension rises and, of course, there's going to be a row. You know, it can kind of play out that way too. So if you can have a conversation about your expectations on the day or uh, whoever's hosting dinner, you know, tend to be the ones who kind of set the scene so if they can uh, take a position or, you know, without it being too dramatic now, it doesn't have to be big, big speeches, but, you know, we're here today to enjoy ourselves. Um, anything outside of that, we can get to again. Just, just to be realistic about the day, you know. So true. I really love that. And again, I think, yeah, it's just about, you know, communication, being clear and I suppose the delivery of that. Um, Sabrina, I suppose we're going to take a few questions that have come in on the line. And one comes in there from Clara listening in in Kildare. Hey, guys, really enjoying the show this morning. Hi to Sabrina. Um, Can you please ask Sabrina any of her advice on how to get the kids to talk around the Christmas table? Um, I find mobile phones has really taken over in our house and there's a lack of communication. Any advice on how I can be gentle but persistent in acknowledging the the kids? Um, I would say make it fun. (laughs) Um, You know, I think forcing conversation, now you're just going to, again, force issues rather than um, a conversation. But if you could be clever, maybe, um, okay, the first one to pick the phone up is clearing all the things. <laughs> or, Brilliant. you know, doing the washing up. Or if they could make it fun, I think it would be more appealing. And then there'd be a game about it and a bit of laughter and joke. And you might just ease the tension that way rather than focusing primarily on having conversations. I just think that would be, you know, immediately you're going to get their defences up. And they'd be like, yeah, right. And then they'll go out of the way not to have a conversation. <laughs> you know, or good to like. So, <laughs> so I would say make it fun. Um, you know, have a, a bit of a forfeit for the person who picks the phone up the most times or, you know, they'll have to play a Christmas joke or stuff like that, I think could be really helpful uh, as long as, in, as it's in the playful area with kids particularly, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Another message comes in from Mark in Galway. Hey guys, good morning. Really enjoying the show. Can you please ask Sabrina around the topic of grief and loss my mother recently lost her best friend, which was her sister, last yeah. year, and she's really struggling with it as she spent Christmas with yeah. her last year. Any advice on maybe what the right thing is to say, or do I say anything at all? Um, I think it's really important. I mean, we always think about our lost loved ones at Christmas. What I'd suggest, if it's the first year of loss, is you keep that chair available at the table for them. Um, even if it's empty, it just kind of gives them their presence without them being there, and it can help people acknowledge i've seen some people put photographs of them up you know and have wow. their their favorite drink beside it with a candle at their at their table place it's really important you acknowledge that loss i think people denying it and trying to get on with things can again compound it and isolate them further because they're still grieving and it's a really hard time to grieve because of the family image around christmas you know but i would say make a space keep that that, that space available at the table and and if you want to talk about them talk about them if it's laughing or crying or whatever, it's really important you connect with that on the day. If you're uncomfortable doing that, maybe you could have a table aside with a photograph of them and a candle lighting for the day. I just find it keeps, it keeps them 
in spirit there, I suppose, you know, and it can help people grieve a lot better. It's a really tr- tricky time for that, though, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. That's amazing advice. Another one there in from Vanessa, and this one comes in from Athlone. Hi, guys. Can you please ask Sabrina her advice on friendships? I'm struggling struggling with a friend um, conflict at the moment, and I really don't want to bring it into the new year. Anything that I should say, yeah. and when should I say it? There, again, isn't it? That probably just highlights the pressure to make things right, really, you know. Mm. And, of course, Christmas does kind of bring that up and gives people a little bit more forgiving. It depends on the nature of the relationship. All you can do, really, is reach out and say, look, don't want to bring this into the new year if there's any way around uh, uh, working this out I'm really open to that let me know when you're around you know all you can do is leave yourself open and I hope that person um, comes back maturely and, and tries to resolve whatever issues it is and it's probably small you know most issues are uh, once they're talked about it's like, what we're we even fighting for you know um, but all you can do there I, I mean the earlier the better I suppose you could plant the seed and yeah. see what happens then over Christmas you know I'm here. I really don't want to carry this on for the new year. I uh, miss you. You're a great friend. You know, just kind of buzz up the relationship, really. Things I'd love like to talk about this. Yeah, it's just it's letting people know you're open. Most people in, in conflict project their own fears into the relationship, and they're never really what, what is going on, you know? So, um, so I think it takes a, a, Yeah, I think it takes a really brave person to reach out and just leave themselves open for a conversation, you know? Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much, yeah, Sabrina. So, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. That's some amazing advice for those people. And thank you to everybody who texted in to the line. Um, that's all we've yeah. time for on those questions this morning. But Sabrina, I suppose for everybody um, listening in, tell us if they want to f- yeah. check out Lovestock or follow them online. And again, as well, check out yeah. Lear Therapies as well. How can we do, how can we do so? Well, Lear, yeah, Lear is more counselling psychotherapy. That's the more one-on-one support that people are struggling. Lovestock is more about community support, really. It's just uh, days out we do, which we won't be doing anything now until next year. We had a gig last week. so. Um, but for more one-on-one support, it would be leartherapy.ie if people are struggling. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sabrina. And listen, have an amazing day. And Thank a very you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I suppose I'll be talking to you next week. will be our last, our last one before yeah. the new year. I can't believe yeah. it's absolutely flowing. Yes, I know. Where the year is I'm gone. like that if people are, yeah, if people are struggling, just write in. We can certainly pick it up next week, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Continue um, to message in, guys. <laughs> and head over to our yeah. social medias as well. Thank you so much, yeah. Sabrina. Have an amazing okay. day. Thank you, Kira. You too. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Take Bye. care. Bye, Sabrina. Okay.